that was their first time, and they were very gracious to do that for us. And um, we always want to be equipping and training the next generation, but also the current generations. And uh, so thank you, Sarah and Evie, very much for your announcements. Well, we're going to continue the worship of the Lord with our giving. We're going to look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and chapter 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and chapter 9, as we pr prepare to worship the Lord with our giving. Now, this morning, we have a, another very uh, great honor, and that is to have uh, Pastor Darren and his wife, Edma, with us from uh, what city? Aracaju. Aracaju, Brazil. And so uh, they're going to be ministering to us and just here in a little bit, but I wanted to tell you that uh, as we're doing this so you can uh, be praying uh, and seeking the Lord about what he'd have you to sow uh, into their ministry and into their lives. And uh, we're just going to take the one offering, and so you can just mark that uh, on your envelope uh, with a guest speaker or other. Uh, or you can put it in missions. If it goes in any of those three categories, either online or on your uh, envelope uh, for the next uh, seven days, then that will uh, eventually get to them. So we'll probably get them a check before they leave because don't you fly out on Tuesday? Yeah. So if you give after Tuesday, then we'll send a second, <laughs> a second check. But if you uh, give before then, uh, mainly today and tomorrow, then we'll get that to them before they leave uh, on the airplane. And uh, so this, that means that this is also Emily's last Sunday with us until she comes back. <laughs> and so uh, we're very, uh, we'll talk about that more later, but I wanted to uh, get that in there as you're seeking the Lord about your, your giving this morning. Second Corinthians chapter 8, and we'll begin reading with verse 1. Paul, writing uh, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to the church at Corinth, said, uh, and on top of this, brothers, I don't want you to be ignorant of the grace of God. We just almost could put a period there. <laughs> I don't want you to be ignorant of the grace of God. He said, what? Bestowed upon the churches of Macedonia. So the, the whole subject, what he's talking about, he's going to talk about giving in chapter 8 and chapter 9. And the giving that he's talking about is a giving that comes because of a grace that God has given you. And not only does he talk about the giving, but if, if you get down to verse 9 of chapter 8 and continue reading on to chapter 9, it's the grace of giving and the grace of receiving. There, there is a grace to give and there is a grace to receive. So there, there's two graces. One of my favorite verses in this passage is actually chapter 9, verse 8, which says, And God is able, God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Say me, toward me. God's able to make all grace abound toward you that you always have all sufficiency in all things and can give into every good work. So in other words, when we're talking about the grace of of giving. It's a grace of giving, but it's also a grace of receiving. So God's not trying to get us to give so that we have less. 
I think one of the greatest reasons he's, he wants us to give is because it affects our heart. And Jesus talked a lot about this. He said, you know, there's a, there's a great, um, I don't know if you even want to call it a battle, but you are going to be serving something. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve money and the things that money can get you. He didn't say uh, you might. He said you will serve either God or King James calls it mammon, but it's to do with money and the things of finance and the influence that your money can get you. And so your giving will affect your heart. Jesus also said where your treasure is, your heart will be also. So sometimes you could look at the Scripture and kind of just be like, well, man, my, my heart's not really in my giving. My heart's not there. So I'm, I'm kind of a mess up. Like, what's my problem? Well, you actually take the Scripture and you act on the Word. And you say, wait a second, I'm going to direct my heart. Because maybe you've tried to direct your heart to the things of God. And you've endeavored like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to be faithful. I'm going to be diligent. I'm going to serve the Lord. And then you find that you're having difficulties. Well, I like how Pastor Mark Enkin says it. He said, if you're tempted to backslide, just give a big offering. Such a, so big of an offering that you absolutely refuse to backslide. Well, I like it because it's funny what he says, but it's actually very true. If, if you're having uh, challenges with an individual or you just want to go further in a relationship, and this includes with the Lord, well, you just sow a big seed. And you have the Scripture that he said, I will multiply your seed sown. If you give generously, you will reap how? If you give sparingly, you will reap how? Everyone give. Isn't that interesting? It said, let each one give. So the Bible actually didn't say it's okay not to give. It said let each one give. But how are you supposed to give? As much as you can. That's not what that says. It says as he purposes in his heart, so let him give. Because God loves a cheerful giver. And, and, and I can tell you, maybe you want to give a, a lot, but your uh, mind stops you from doing that. You want to give very generously. Well, if you don't ever start giving where you're at, you'll never reach the, the generous place. And so you take that seed, financial seed, he calls money seed, and you plant that seed into the kingdom of God in faith. Whenever, whenever I personally start supporting a new ministry, uh, a lot of times I'll start out, unless the Lord specifically says, do this. And if I just kind of like have it in my heart, oh, I want to start supporting that ministry. Th then I'll start because I know what I'm going to do is I'm going to increase. So then I want to double it. So, so I'm going to start, I'm giving so much a month. And then uh, after a little while, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double it. And then after a little while, I'm going to double that. And so why? Well, in, in some sense, your faith for giving is out there. And so you say, well, I, I'm going to give this much, but I believe God. He multiplies my seed so now I'm going to give this much. And I'm going to increase and increase and increase. But this says... That's over in chapter 9, verse 7. Every man give as he purposes in his heart. Not grudgingly or of necessity because God loves a cheerful giver. So, uh, you know, 
I just encourage you, always give how the Lord leads you to give. There's tithing, and that's a different, that's a different part of giving. It's actually paying, and uh, the tithe is 10%. But in your giving, uh, there's no set amount. But if you want to reap generously, you must give generously. Uh, if you want to reap sparingly, uh, then sow sparingly. So if, if sparing means holding something back. So like uh, if you took really good care of someone, you spared no expense. But if you, you know, if you got like a, uh, put a, 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 you know, wooden shoes on. Anybody know wooden shoes? So I, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is a very Dutch area for a very long time. And so uh, you ever heard of Dutch treat? So I'm going to take you to lunch, Dutch treat. What that means is you pay for yours, I pay for mine. <laughs> now, I can only say that because I lived there so long, and for a while we thought I was Dutch, and I think we found out I wasn't when my brother took a DNA test thing, you know. That's when I found out I was uh, 4% Jewish. And so I came to my wife, and I said, Melody, now listen, the Bible says, them that bless Israel, I will bless. So you need to bless me. She did the same thing she did right there. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's called sparingly, you know. And uh, they watch everything you order, everything like that. That's not generous. The, the generous soul, uh, Proverbs says, will be made fat or increased or enlarged. Uh, there is he that withholds more than what is proper, that, but that only tends to poverty. But there is he that gives and still has more to give. And so you get in line with God's laws, their spiritual laws of sowing and reaping, of giving and receiving, and you actually touch that grace of God. So that you see here, he talks about the Macedonian believers and just so, such amazing givers. That in uh, deep poverty and great affliction, they gave full of joy. Well, how can you give full of joy? Because you're given just like we are learning right here. Because you know God is the, uh, gives seed to the sower and he multiplies your seed sown and he will increase the fruits of your righteousness. Well, that means that giving is a righteous act. That when I give is an act of righteousness. And it says that God will increase the fruits of my giving. So not only, uh, Paul said over in uh, Philippians, you've given not only to the necessity of the saints, so not only are you helping the church, the people of God, but you've actually given for my ability to go and to preach in this land or other lands, maybe down in Brazil. Praise the Lord. And uh, maybe sometime we'll uh, take a, a group of people down there and uh, do a missions trip. That would be wonderful. Praise the Lord. But we have an opportunity this morning uh, to sow generously into the ministry that the Lord has entrusted uh, to Darren and Edma and what the Lord is doing down in Brazil. And so we're so excited. We love missionaries. In fact, uh, don't tell your friends this, but it's like I pretty much don't turn down a missionary if they want to come speak. At least I'll let them say five minutes and give them a nice offering, you know. <laughs> but... Uh, we love missionaries, and uh, the, the heart of God is missions, and I kind of feel funny about some missionaries like you guys. Uh, you make me feel funny. 
because we call them missionaries, but I don't know if they're really more like apostles or something because they're sent. And uh, sometimes you think of missionaries come and go, come and go, and they, they do come visit, you know. But uh, they pastor a church down there and uh, along with everything else that they're doing. And so uh, we're thankful for the opportunity. Uh, in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded to the riches of their liberality. Or in other words, they became extremely generous under the most adverse circumstances. They said, looked at the circumstances, and they had the word of God. And they said, you know what? This is, we don't have any money, and we are greatly afflicted. This is a good time to give. Now, you would never do that, but maybe I would have the flesh reaction of like, well, this is the time to clamp down because we're kind of tight right now. Well, that'll just get me whatever I can produce. And I already figured out what I could produce. It's not enough. But when you give and you enter into the grace of giving, verse 7 says, Therefore, as you abound in everything, in faith, utterance, knowledge, and in your diligence, and in your love to us, See to it that you abound in this grace also. So you can tap into the grace, and it's not a work. It is a grace that you say, how could God be so good? Look what the Lord has done. And so uh, it's a great opportunity that we have to give. If you want to enter into this grace, all you have to do is open up your heart to what the Lord says in his word about the grace of giving and receiving, and then ask the Lord, Lord, what would you have me to do? You said you give seed to the sower. If you have no money, just say, Lord, ask the Lord for a seed. He will give you a seed. I, got, I tell the story about the, the offering, the, the, the mints, you know, and uh, what was it, last week or the week before we got a mint in the offering, <laughs> right? Two mints in the offering. I'll tell you what, that young man, he sold a mint when I went down there, and the Lord gave him $100. And that mint was probably worth two cents or something. I don't know. Praise the Lord. He will, he will multiply your seed sown. It doesn't always happen overnight, but he always honors his word. The seed is guaranteed. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you for giving to us. Thank you for giving us the Lord Jesus. Thank you for giving us freedom from, and deliverance from the enemy, from poverty, from lack, from sickness, disease, and most of all, from spiritual death. Father, thank you that you have set us free for freedom and because you love us. And Father, we thank you that you are our source and our supply. Thank you for your laws of giving and receiving. And Father, we sow a seed into your kingdom. We sow a seed into the ministry of our brother and sister down in Brazil. And Father, we thank you that their needs are met according to your ability and that our needs as sowers are met according to your ability, exceeding abundantly above anything we could ask or think. Father, we thank you for all of the lives changed that our seed represents. We thank you for the preaching of the gospel, the good news. In Jesus' name, amen.